Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hello and welcome to Loose Units, Loose Ends, the weekly spin-off podcast where Dad and I take a quick break from true crime to keep you company through the long, cold hours. What am I talking about? It's been a very hot season. I'm Paul, that's John, and as everybody will be overly familiar with by now, uh, the Loose Units family, and Dad, I think it's fair to say that the Loose Units family is a... It's a family. I mean, we do have a lot of kind of connected people who are involved in the show, but none more so than Tegan Higginbotham, my wife, and... This morning, I actually sent you a trailer for something. Could you please uh, tell the listeners what you've just watched? Mm. Well, it's a um, Stan original Christmas story. Yes. Coming out this Christmas in Australia. Yeah. And for people in the Northern Hemisphere, it's shitty weather. Cold, freezing, snowing, ice, avalanches. Um, <laughs> just All sorts of things. Okay. But in Australia, mm. uh, our Christmases are generally uh, marked by bushfires. Yes. In fact, we've got 50 fires burning out of control in southern Queensland oh, as we Lord. go to air. Yeah. Uh, and I was a professional firefighter for 10 years. Mm-hmm. So I think a key indicator for me <clears throat> is if I can watch a clip which goes for maybe, well, less than two minutes, mm-hmm. and if I can just get a slight welling up of tears in my eyes, you know, that's sort of just there are some emotional. Um, triggers yes then I think this film's going to be a cracker um, excuse the pun because there is a cracker in it there is absolutely the film is called Jones Family Christmas it is Tegan's mm. very first uh, feature film it is it is actually so it's based on the Christmas play Red Hot Australian Christmas which you have all heard which actually uh, debuted here on Loose Units as a very special episode uh, we did a full blown full cast Christmas play and this is the movie of that play. And Tegan wrote it, and she's in it, and she's done an incredible job. And the trailer has officially dropped. So what we're going to do is post the trailer on our Facebook page. So make sure you make a big fuss, because honestly, I've... Again, Dad, yes, very emotional watching something Tegan wrote come to life. It's incredible. And are we allowed to discuss the role that Tegan plays in the movie? Um, Because it's kind of... Maybe you not. know what? I, no, no, I'll tell you what. She plays a role which will be interesting as it pertains to Loose Units. So we're going to get her on at some point soon to talk about her role uh, in Red Hot Australian Christmas. Her, again, cannot stress this enough, Tegan's very first feature film. It's uh, I think it's coming out November 23rd on Stan. So watch the trailer, get hyped, and it's. I'm just so proud of her. It's, it's going to be so great. 
It's it's so great. Heather Mitchell is in the lead, and it's full of incredible performers. It looks amazing, and yeah, it is a uniquely Australian Christmas film. And you all helped make this happen by for all your support of the uh, of the audio play. So everybody, this is just a wild time to have a film spinning off from something that you heard here. So anyway, Jones Family Christmas. Don't miss the trailer. It's it's beautiful it's beautiful stuff now dad you had something that you wanted to talk about actually more of a confession really because last week you teased the fact that you may have been involved in orchestrating a crime you mm. didn't actually want to talk about it until today i've sort of to and fro and i know that um some people will send me to coventry <laughs> and for those people that don't know what that means google it um <clears throat> a term the- i don't just quickly, what's the statute of limitations? If you confess to something you did many years ago on the show... doesn't matter, Paul. How... I got caught. It's irrelevant. I got caught. Done and dusted. You got caught? Yeah. So it's all sorted. But just a bit of insight into my uh, my early teen years. Mm-hmm. I'm not quite sure why I... Well, actually, no, I do why. Mm. I do know why I went off the rails, but... Yes. So, but I was looking at photographs of myself as a young kid. Mm-hmm. Um, my baby book, I've got a baby book. My mother actually yeah. compiled a whole huge album. It's not a baby mm-hmm. book like with hair and things in it. And bracelets and photos from when you're about eight minutes old. You looked like a slug. Okay. Although, although I didn't. I was exceptionally attractive when I came out. Uh. Yeah. And... Um, <laughs> But that's a given. Okay. But I was looking at my, my, the photos of me as a young kid. I'll tell you what, I, there's one common thread. Mm-hmm. Extremely happy. Always laughing. And there's a photograph of me yeah. on a nun's knee. <laughs> that rhymes. I'll tell you what, butter would not melt in my mouth. Um, I, would, I would hazard a guess that this beatific visage good words belies thank you belies a a demonic presence lurking just under the surface I I don't know what look I was obsessed with um, space food sticks Uh, okay now have you ever had a space food stick dad we were for okay yeah, mum bought them as a snack regularly when we were growing up, and I think the the problem was they were. I mean, they were very cheap and very bad. What is it? What Paul, actually is in a space food stick? Paul, I have a feeling that yeah. they were not cheap and they were not bad. I don't I know what's happened to your distorted memory. They were quite expensive. They came. I I'm not sure whether they were actually taken into space, but I I my gut feeling is that. They actually were taken into space. Can I read you something quite fascinating? Yes. M- marketed and patented by creators Pillsbury as essentially the first protein bar, though a cursory glance at the label will tell you they're far from a health food. Space food sticks were a non, and this is a quote, non-frozen balanced energy snack in rod form containing nutritionally balanced amounts of carbohydrate, fat, and protein. With the two primary ingredients listed as glucose and corn syrup, this was clearly a wild time to be in advertising. But did you know that Space Food Sticks isn't just a clever name, and that they were actually and that they actually have their roots at NASA? The Pillsbury Company's chief food technologist Howard Bowman and his team were instrumental in creating the first solid food consumed by a NASA astronaut: small food cubes eaten by Scott Carpenter 
on board Aurora 7 in 1962. Space food cues were followed by other space-friendly foods from Pillsbury's engineers like non-crumbly cake, relish that could be served in slices and and shelf-stable meat. Produced in Australia from 1971 until 2014, plus a brief revival in 2019 to mark 50 years since the moon landing, in caramel and chocolate flavours, folks either loved or loathed these treats. Space food sticks may have been a food of the future, but many are happy to leave them in the past. And there is a petition going on change.org to get them back. Dad, I remember, yes, two flavours. There was a little guy on a motocross bike, like a BMX bike on the front. He got six, uh, six little kind of, you know how Kit Kats come together with a little seam in the middle and you snap them apart? What always annoyed me was that kids would come to school with Kit Kats and I pulled these weird, damp, wet rods out of these little bags and they didn't so much snap apart as they sort of... Wet, Paul, Paul. gross, awful. They... Awful. Yes. They... I, ha- mm-hmm. I have got intimate memories. What do you mean intimate? Well, I didn't the use them. I didn't use of- them to gain pleasure in the way you're thinking. Because they're square for a start. You're the one who said intimate, Dad. But I, I have fond memories. We all have things in life in terms of food, I, I imagine, and I don't like to use that term we all because that's a blanket um, statement which I mm-hmm. am philosophically opposed to. My, my parents used to buy space food sticks. They came in a, a box. Now, the box mm-hmm. that I recall actually had a spaceman. There was a guy floating in space mm-hmm. in the full gear. Yeah, he couldn't see his face. I'm trying to find because a he had a reflective shield. Yeah, I'm trying to find a picture of the box, and I cannot. I believe you, by the way. I mean, oh, I'm looking wow. at all the Thank you. the different eras of packaging, and yeah, yeah, it's a whole thing. Now they they I I, I they were very very um, they were packed with with goodies. Some may say they were bland. They they were hard hard work on the. Um, on the jaw, joyless, you might even say. You really had to had to, but I think it was good exercise. Sure, if you went to a gymnasium, mm-hmm. which I do, as you know, and you work certain muscle, you know, areas. To to work the jaw requires intense mastication. Would you not agree? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Paul, Paul. I'm curious. I just, I just, I need the crime. Where's the crime, Paul, Dad? Paul, it's a lead-up. This is part of the, the art of storytelling. <laughs> so, is mum is mum rolling her eyes in the background, or is she completely? She may well out? be, Paul. Yeah, she okay. may well be. Gotcha. Um, but let's just say. Mm. So when you when you opened up the packet, the box, yeah. and I I did not like. Let's just be clear. I did not like chocolate space food sticks. At all. For me, I'm a caramel man. <laughs> and I'm a caramel man. And my allegiance <laughs> was purely 100% to the caramel stick. Okay. Yes, sure. Yep. As a, as a young boy, as a teenager, <clears throat> if, I, if our school had have organized, because I was a very, very good science student. Mm-hmm. If, I, if they could, could have possibly organised a trip to the factory that made space food sticks, yeah. I would have been in awe. Okay. But that didn't happen. All right. Now, oh, Christine's in the background. She just 
she said two words that are very important, but I'm not going to mm. relay them. Okay. Um, she mentioned the who made the 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 space food six at the time, but that's that's down the track. So, in my class at school, was a very very clever boy, but he came from a very dodgy family. Super dodgy. Mm. <clears throat> I'll never forget this, and I'm not sure whether what I'm about to say is going to end up on the cutting room floor, but. I went to his house once and he, the parents weren't home. He took me into the parents' bedroom. He opened up a side drawer. Now, how old was I, listeners? I would have been 12 years of age in first form, maybe second form. Mm -hmm. He pulled out a vibrator. I did not know. I'd never seen one before. And he held it up and he said, look at this, look at this. And he was waving it around. He turned it on. I had no idea what it was. But he clearly knew what it was. He was trying to shock me. You can't shock someone if they don't know what it is. Plus, just, the, only thing, the only thing you're willing to get intimate with is a space mistake. <laughs> he, um, he put the, uh, the vibrator. Yeah. I mean, don't you think it's odd that a kid would do that? His mother yeah. was mm. the cleaner... At a local public school. Uh-huh. And somehow or other, in my devious mind, we came, we concocted a plan that he steal or, or borrow mm-hmm. his mother's keys to the school canteen. The school canteen at this particular school was in an independent separate dwelling not attached to the school it was a freestanding autonomous building within the school small building somehow or other I goaded him I coaxed him I cajoled him into getting his mother's key or keys and I was about to organise a heist now I did not go to that school this school was in the neighbouring suburb Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? 
we wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. And my request because I was the I was kind of the the organizer. I actually went along for the crime. But I didn't go in. I got my friend mm-hmm. and another guy mm-hmm. to go in. And what they did, they took... Because we obviously had grand plans for this heist. From memory, it, it in fact, not from memory, but it definitely happened midweek. Yep. And what, what I somehow organised is a clean garbage bin, like a plastic garbage bin. Large, a large one, probably 60 litres. And I sort of was supervising, but I was not sort of the one that actually went into the, the canteen. Mm-hmm. And my instructions were, were very, very simple. The only thing I want from this heist are the space food sticks. True story. That's all I wanted. And they had to be caramel. I was not interested in the, the chocolate space food sticks. Okay. They came out of the canteen. They were literally mm-hmm. sort of almost, you know, they were exerting themselves with the weight of lollies that they had purloined from the the school canteen. Mm-hmm. And it was great because that same afternoon, so we then went to sort of some, you know, f- quiet um discreet location probably just around the back of one of the buildings and we divvied up now i had a black leather suitcase which i remember was oversized for me <laughs> yeah. in terms of uh i mean i was not short as you know but this was a big this was a man's suitcase and i remember we sorted through all the lollies i got the caramel space fit sticks my bounty or booty would have represented between 5 and 10% of the overall stash. That's a decent cut, I think. Yep, yep. Yep. Bearing in mind that I had actually not entered the premises. I had not stolen or borrowed the keys. It was not my mother that was the that worked at the canteen or the, or the cleaning lady. I was just sort of supervising. It was my idea. Um, I like to think that I was the brains behind the operation. Which actually and, makes you extremely culpable, I think. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Thanks, Paul. Um, <laughs> okay. So, it was summer, probably February, March, and I made my way home. Now, the walk from this particular school to my parents' home, where I lived at mm-hmm. the time, was, as the crow flies, one kilometre, give or take. I get home, my black oversized man's suitcase, I was probably the only person in that school, Beacon Hill High, that had a suitcase. It was weird. Pretty, pretty conspicuous. Conspicuous. Yeah. I made my way to my bedroom, which I shared with my brother Mark, and I didn't even look at what I had. I just, I knew it was in the bag, left it in a safe position. By this time, listeners, it would have been 
three uh, sorry four thirty five o'clock summer so you know lots of sunlight and i'll tell you now just something weird happened i went in to have a shower and i'm going to change the the dates a little bit i'm going to now say that it was actually christmas before christmas before school holidays and that Mm -hmm. that will become very very salient with what i'm about to say i'm having a shower and I hear this terrible shouting, and it's my father, and he's just literally screaming my name at the top of his voice. And I had no inkling. I thought, wow, that's, uh, is it, is it? Because he was very fastidious and, and, dare I say it, obsessed with how long people had in the shower. Um, so that was always, you know, a little bit stressful. You know that you, in, you inherited that trait, by oh, the way. did I? Very much so, yes. And now, by the way, I was spending like 17 minutes in the shower. You weren't wrong, but you did inherit that trait. Okay, cool. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Yeah, fascinating. Um, <laughs> so I remember I didn't even get dressed properly. I put a towel around my waist and because I needed to find out what the problem was. Mm. I've gone into my parents' bedroom. I remember the scene i can remember the way their bed faced i remember their bed they had one of those crazy 60s bed heads with lights in it built into the timber oh, oh yuck mm. and i am confronted with my father and mother i think my mother was sitting on the side of the bed just really upset yeah my father was standing leering sort of over me and what I saw was a sight that, quite frankly, scared the bejesus out of me. What had happened was my school report had come home, both parents being school teachers. Mm-hmm. My father was so appalled with my school report that he said to my brother, go and get John's briefcase. I want to see what he's been doing all this year. And instead of books coming out of my suitcase, space food sticks came out in excess of a hundred packets. Okay. So I'm confronted with my father who's clearly pissed off. Yeah. And I, and I'm confronted with a, with a literally like a a pyramid of space food sticks. And my father, the first thing he says to me is where did these come from? Mm-hmm. You know what I said to my father? Space. I said <laughs> they fell off the back of a white wings truck. Ah, uh, uh, that's what Mum said before. White wings. Yes, okay, white so wings. right, and it would be imprudent not to pick them up and at least share the spoils yeah, with I mean, people. If, you, if okay. that happened, if a, if a box of space food sticks had fallen off a truck, you're not going to leave it there. No. Come on, no, yeah. be reasonable, Hank. And okay. and and I, I I have to give myself a pat on the back at this juncture and say, and at the time, and say, wow, that's really really quick thinking, John. Um, slight problem. Yeah. My father then says, and this is, <laughs> I, was, I was completely fucked. He said, <laughs> okay. And he starts walking towards the telephone. And he says, I'm calling White Wings to see if they've had a truck in the area. You should have called his bluff. Come on. He's not going to, how's he going to get that number? Look, that's what he did. Goes down the hallway, grabs the phone. I'm shitting myself. 
And I, I decided to fess up. But before I fessed up, my father said, and this created the most extraordinary uh, sort of rupture yeah. in the family, mainly between my mother and my father, because my mother was appalled what my father next said. My dad said, I'm calling the police. And guess what? What? He called the police. He what? Yes. He called the police at DY Police Station. And to give the listeners an example or an idea of what it was like in the early 70s compared to when I was in the police force, can you imagine? Because I'll tell you what happened next. I go downstairs into my room. I was the only person that had a room downstairs. Quite a beautiful room, by the way, with my magnificent pottery display for all to see. Cool. And are you ready for this? Yeah. Two detectives. <laughs> yeah. I'm not joking. Dad. Two detectives yeah. came to my parents' house that afternoon. That would not happen today. No. That did not happen when I was in the police force. But early 70s, two detectives and... I was called up into the lounge room where I was met by my mother, my father and two detectives and I remember thinking this is really, really serious. Yeah. I'm basically up shit creek without a paddle. And there's no chance that your dad just hired a bunch of actors. These were real cops. They were real police from DIY. They were detectives. Good lord. And they were, they were very, very concerned and, and I had two options. Mm-hmm. The first option was, well, look, I didn't hesitate in telling the truth, but but in telling the truth, what do you think that involved? Throwing other people under the bus. Correct. Including uh, people who were, yeah, throwing other people under the bus. Yeah, and people that I associated with at school. Mm. Friends, yeah. Yeah, so it was, that was, but I just, I just, I, I had no options. Um, yeah. And I told them the truth. And they, the police, the detectives were so impressed with the fact that the family had operated in this way. You mean that your dad had sold you out to the police? Yep. They were so impressed that... <laughs> what a knock. No, but hear me out, Paul. Yeah. Uh, there was no further police action taken in life. For of, you? For me. For you? What about yeah. the others? Well... You know, things become a bit blurry. No, they don't. They, they do. They don't become blurry. No, you, you make them blurry so that you don't have to deal with Look, the I truth. Know, and... I know that my friend did get in trouble. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, what, if that, Dad, what if that moment spun his life off on a terrible course and it happened because... I can't believe your dad called the cops. Paul. Yeah. In hindsight. Yeah. It was an incredibly good thing to do. It mm. definitely it was a turning point for me. Mm-hmm. And... Postscript to this story is that yeah. that particular person went on to spend many, many, many years in Long Bay Jail. Hardcore, okay. But I don't uh, believe. Hang on, let's let no, let's get through this chicken or egg bullshit. Let's be honest, Dad. It's entirely possible. Yes, there's two ways to look at this. One, they were always rotten. They were always going to end up in prison. The other option is you put them in prison. <laughs> You, you, you did this. You're very sweet. 
Um, but no, no, that 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 happened. I mean, things yeah. things improved. I had I had to face the music at school the next day. Uh huh. Yeah. But uh, I I never suffered any repercussions or repercussions mm. in in relation to to that particular person. And he he was actually he was quite a brilliant student. He right. he and I and I might just throw this in while we're chatting is that I did advanced subjects um, when I was in high school and right. um, and I, I was actually a, uh, a a good student and got very good grades um, as did uh, my friend mm-hmm. but it's a it's a, it's a sort of a story if I had not have had such a bad school report mm-hmm. that afternoon. I would have got away with that. And I do recall that there was another guy at the school that was really, really hardcore scary. And he was organising to dig a tunnel <laughs> under a bank in DY. At, wait, at school or later? Sort of out, out of school hours. Right, like a hobby, okay. And I, I thought it was a really, really good idea. Mm. And I, so um, you're saying you were scared straight, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So on. Okay. You're right. You know what? You're right. It is. It is grey. Uh, there are shades of grey here. But I'm pleased to know that even after such a disturbing interaction with the space food stick as a food, you're still, you're still a caramel guy. I still. I still. If I could get my hands on a space food stick, mm-hmm. or a really, really big one. I'd, I'd wrap my, my lips around it. Okay, and that's I, a good point to finish the show. No, we've got to finish the show. That's t- you phrased it so badly, it's actually made me physically uncomfortable. Mm. We're going to go. Uh, look, everyone, um, please weigh in on what you thought of uh, Dad's dad's decision and weigh in on what you think of uh, John Verhoeven as a potential criminal, sliding doors moments, all of that over at our Facebook page our Facebook discussion group. And while you're there, check out the trailer for Jones Family Christmas. It's going to be an absolutely incredible end of the year. Dad and I have got some really cool stuff planned, actually. So make sure you head across and say hello on the Facebook page. We'll see you very, very soon, everyone, for more Loose Units. Bye-bye. Cheerio. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.